Hello from Ellensburg, Washington, USA. This is the Nick Zentner Geology Podcast, Episode 89, Peshastan Pinnacles, with Randy Lewis. Thanks for listening. As promised, this episode features the voice, and the voice only, of Randy Lewis. I mentioned this in the last episode, the last radio episode, that Last week, before the snow, (laughs) last week Wednesday, I uh, did my usual drive over to Wenatchee, takes about an hour and 20 minutes, pick up Randy Lewis at his apartment in downtown Wenatchee, drive 20, 30 minutes uh, back up the Wenatchee River to a place called Peshastan Pinnacles, have a few little danishes from Vinman's Bakery, with Randy, I have a couple of folding chairs, and we sit in the sun and just kind of visit a little bit. And then we turn the camera on, in other words, the iPhone, sitting in a little gizmo or a gimbal, have a couple wireless mics, and we just kind of go for it and let Randy do his thing. Now, the context for this is, it had been nine months since I had been out with Randy, And I think I've mentioned this in a a number of radio episodes at this point. But just to make sure that you know, uh, Randy uh, is a treasured local tribal elder, the Wenatchee Pascosa people. I met him a couple of years ago um, through a high school film teacher, Amelia Yokel Egbert. And she has since moved to Utah, unfortunately, for doing more of this. But anyway, Amelia got Randy and I together. And I've gone out with Randy sporadically over the last couple of years. Each time, pick him up as at his apartment. We head out. I never know where we're going. I don't know how long we're going to be out there. It's kind of like being with my dad in a way. Um, when I work on the farm with my dad, you never knew if you were going to be out there for five minutes, five hours, or 15 hours. You know, it's just, there, was no, there was no structure to the time. And, and that's the kind of mind frame I have when I'm, when I'm with Randy as well. It's not work, for sure. It's, it's, it's total pleasure. But I, uh, I knew we probably were heading to Peshastan Pinnacles. Randy wanted to give that one a try. It was not that far away. And the, uh, also the context for this is Randy suffered a severe stroke in September of 2021 and had spent much of the winter rehabbing to get back to speaking, to get back to walking. And um, I wasn't sure if we were ever going to get a chance to do this again. So there was a celebration of sorts just to be able to do this with him again. And uh, it took us a little while to find our footing uh, figuratively Uh, But once we kind of got in the zone, and I'm really just talking about Randy, once he got comfortable and got into the zone, um, you will be able to hear in just a second what he was able to do. Uh, It took me a few minutes to figure out how to to remind myself how to take a video and just extract the audio from it. But after trial and error with a few things and a couple YouTube video help, I finally realized it's simple to do. You just go into QuickTime, and uh, there's a way within QuickTime to just 
<laughs> extract the audio. It's like takes three seconds. So I have this audio file from the Randy video. It's not the whole video. The, the second half of the video, I kind of get Randy fired up by talking about um, how such a precious place like Peshastin Pinnacles, which today is a state park, is heavily visited uh, by lots of different people, kids, families, rock climbers, uh, and how it just is, uh, it's not a feel-good experience for a Native American who knows how important that place is and yet to see people screwing around just by hiking. I mean, it's just total ignorance by, by us. I'm guilty of just hiking around, you know. Uh, but the, the rock climbers that are leaving all sorts of hardware and ropes and other things and trash and blah, 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 power lines going up and over. So if you're interested in Randy's take on that side of it, uh, I'll leave that to the video for you. You can find this video. If, if you listen to this audio form and you get curious about this guy Randy and you listen to these words and you want to see what he's talking about, it's on the YouTube channel. You can find it easily. Peshastin Pinnacles with Randy Lewis. But, you know, figuring out how to extract the audio uh, this morning and then just having my breakfast and listening to it to make sure that the audio clip was, you know, reasonable. Uh, there is a special power just in the audio form. Like, I think I was more in tune and more completely locked in to what Randy had to say at Peshastin Pinnacles with the audio form that you're about to hear. So especially if you saw the video and now you're coming back and listening to the audio, maybe you'll have the same experience that I had. Um, so I, I will remember this, and especially if there's a bunch of feedback from you all about liking the audio kind of ripped off of a video or taken out of a video, then I might do more of this. Um, last couple comments, and then we'll get to the to the Randy thing. You hear a little bit of road noise. That's Highway 2. Uh, you hear Randy kind of slowly ramping up and then finally getting comfortable enough to kind of get rolling. Regardless, I think this is a special episode. I hope you enjoy it. And without further ado, here's Randy Lewis. Pleasure to be with you this morning, Randy. Good morning. Why, 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 why? Ita ihe kayahan. Welcome. Hastelhout. Hello and good morning. We are here broadcasting almost live from from uh, Peshastin Pinnacles here at Peshastin. Big shout out to Vinman's this morning. <laughs> Vinman's and uh, Nick and is it Jeff? Yep. At Vinman's. Thank you for the wonderful, wonderful treats. <laughs> what did what did we have? We had those fruit Danish, I guess. Fruit Danishes. <laughs> yes, they're great. Uh, Another one, another shout out to uh, my my little digger pig friend, uh, who's generally also with me, uh, Andrew. Yeah, <laughs> one of your students, That's actually, right. one That's of your right. students, Andrew. You're missing a glorious day here. We're here in Pishpashastian, and one of the reasons we're here. Well, there's many reasons. There's stories here. There's 
their stories. There are lessons to be learned from these stories. Uh, none of our creation stories come without lessons. And a good geology lesson here too. There you go. So we're gonna wa walk up the trail here. Good. Right now we're, um, we're below the pinnacles. And as they say, you cannot see the mountain when you're on the mountain. So yep. we'll try and we'll try and make this. Oh, how do how would I put that? Um, a little more visibly grand. Well, I mean, it's <laughs> the light is perfect. The blue sky. We had that big front come through the other day, man. So things are. And it opened up, up the sunflowers, the schmuckachen. So, there's the green door, beyond the green door. Beyond the green door. Kind of busy for a Wednesday morning. We didn't expect uh, yeah, to have a, all sorts of folks to show up here. Didn't think it was going to be Route 66 today. <laughs> or... As they say, Route Route 66. Get your kicks <laughs> on Route 66. Isn't this the perfect? It is. Oh my gosh. The arrow leaf balsam. And the sarvis berries. And a dead deer. <laughs> dead deer. So you have taken groups out here regularly. Stragglers are food. Mm -hmm. Yes. Where would you like to? I'm kind of following your lead here, Randy. I mean, we've got a nice shot. Let me zoom in on our profile. Would that be a that's excellent good place to start? That's king salmon. King salmon. Yeah. It it yeah. And I see we have a a salmon boy. We have a salmon boy in a yellow sweatshirt for scale here. Yes. Yes, he's having a good time. So, this, from my world, this is the the Chumstick Formation, a bunch of sandstones from 45 million years ago, and and that's the story. But from Our, your world, this is a very different. Yeah, this is pre-Chopstick Formation. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. Come on. Oh, we're passing. We got a passing lane chatting. here, sure. Thank you. Good morning. Here we are. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Yes. Well, uh, where do we start? We start at the beginning. Where, where was the beginning? When man, we say, and our Pescosa people, our Wenatchee people, I'll put it this way, all Indian people, all our native people, we were, we were all experiencing the same problems at about the same time. One of them being, we were new to this, to this area. Well, maybe not new, but the Ice Age was still here. 
the wall of ice was still here. Mm -hmm. And um, just up the valley here. Food sources, one of our major food sources, which were the mega, the mega fauna, had been wiped out by the great floods, the Missoula floods that had come through, the Brett's floods. And the people were starving. And so the creator, looking, looking at his grand creation here, couldn't allow it to happen. And so decided to figure out a way to feed man, man who is coming, as we say. And so he sent his, his emissary, the changer, which in this case was Coyote, Shmiao, choose the most unlikely person, probably the most uh, universally despised of all the animals. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like hyena in Africa. Yeah, yeah. Um, choose Coyote, Shmiao, send him to prepare prepare the world for man who is coming, to help feed people, the people. So Coyote was given a stick, a talking stick. It was a stick of power, called his chlup, his chlup. And when he commanded, he would slam his stick into the ground, sending vibrations, you know, uh, seismic waves throughout. And he would make his command. Well, <clears throat> he arrived here, in, the, in this area, not, not right here, but down river a little ways. And he summoned the animals, all of the animals, animal people, all the representatives, and they came. And Coyote explained to them, uh, the people, these two-leggeds that walk here, they're starving. And the creator would like that we, we figure out a way to feed man and save him. So I have a request of you. Who will step forward to feed man who is coming? Which amongst you, or maybe all of you? Well, Grizzly Bear just kind of, you know, if this man, if this man is so puny and weak, let him starve and turned around and walked away. Well, nobody's gonna argue with Grizzly Bear. He just walked off and left. And cougar, Shrat-rat, the cougar. He just does his cat thing and stretches and yawns and says, hmm, I eat people. Why would I want to feed them? <laughs> Turns and walks off, tail twitching. One by one, the animals, throughout the, the immediate animal kingdom, they refuse. They all refuse to help. And Coyote's finally standing there bewildered as to what just happened. What am I going to do? He's so frustrated. And he and his little brother Fox, they proceed to walk south down along the Columbia River. And they come across other beings who did not arrive. Giant beings like the beaver, Skulao. And he tells beaver, or otter first of all, and he tells otter what the problem is. And otters go, you know, otter, is kind of like the rest of his family, the weasel family, the skunks, the wolverines. They're not what you call high on the list of edibles. 
and, and uh, you know, I don't think we can really help you. And uh, okay, okay, I get, we, we, we get it. So Coyote and Fox proceed on down. They come to the Dalles, and there are the beavers who built the dam on Salilo Falls. And of course, they're just too busy to be concerned about this, you know. So Coyote continues on down, farther and farther. Finally, he runs out of river, and he's at the mouth of the Columbia. Mm -hmm. So he just decides, okay, well, give it one last shot. He slams his hlup onto the, onto the water, onto the ocean. Sends out vibes everywhere. All of a sudden, the, the sea is full of animals coming. The whales, the sea lions, the sea otters, everything is arriving. Coming to see what they're being hailed for. What are you commanding us to be here for? So once again, he explains the dire situation of man who is coming. Mm, killer whale goes, ah, you know, they're not, it's really not our concern. This is a, this is a land concern. This is, it's like everybody washing their hands right, of this. Right. Um, yeah, you know, it's like, call me some other day. And he swims off. One by one, the sea lions, the walruses, the sea otters, they all, they all decline. The fish, the sturgeon, the skates, they all decline. So coyotes just, well, I guess they're going to starve. He turns and he and Fox start to walk away and they hear this voice. They hear this little voice. We'll help you. We'll help you. And he turns. Who's saying that? And from there in the, mouth, in, the, in the water, all he sees are these little mouths. We'll help you. The voices are coming from these fish. Itiat. The salmon. Uh. The salmon people. Hanu, Kasu. Silver salmon. Sockeye salmon. The dog salmon. Even the steelhead trout. They're all volunteering. But they're only going to do it. You have to make us a promise. And Coyote's kind of at wit's ends. Okay, what is the promise? You promise us that this man who is coming, that they respect us, that they respect us and they show their respect and they show their thanks by doing a ceremony in our honor. They will honor us every year. And for that sacrifice, they will take the body of the first salmon that they catch and they'll build a ceremony around it. They'll break no bones of the fish, of the salmon. They'll lay him on a bed of cedar and uh, juniper and bring him down to the river and place his body, his bones, back into the, into the river so that our descendants, our ancestors, our children will know where they come from. They'll know we're being respected. And they will learn these four songs, the four songs representing the four major salmon. You'll learn these songs and you'll sing them in our honor. And Coyote goes, I don't know whether they know how to sing. We'll teach them how to sing. Okay, so up the river Coyote came, the salmon following him all the way up. They go to all the tributaries, to the Willamette. 
to the white salmon, to the Klickitat. One by one, he opens the doors. He goes up and he introduces himself to the billy goat people, Shwealto. He goes up the rivers, introduces himself to, to all the people who live up the, all of the animal people, to tell them, to prepare them for a man who is coming. And we will release the salmon to feed everyone. Not just man, everyone will benefit. And so, all the way up he comes. He comes to the Dalles. He breaks the dam. He uses his chlup to, to dismantle and to shatter the dam. And then reduces beaver in size because beaver didn't want to cooperate. Reduces him in size to the beaver we know now. And tells Skolau, from now on, man who is coming will prize your fur. You will be what we would call money. It would be, you will be traded but only for great things, but you'll be valued. And the beavers thought, okay, well, we're okay with that big head, you know. <laughs> Our ego is filled. <laughs> and so all the way up, then he comes to the Wenatchee. He comes up the Wenatchee River, and here at Pishpashashtin, you see where it flattens out over there. That's Pishpashashtin. Mm -hmm. It means where the, where, the, where the valley flattens. That's Pishpashashtin. Well, right here on the river, there is a dam. And the dam is blacked up, but created a lake behind it. Mm -hmm. And at the dam, there are, I guess you could call them witches. My, grand, my grandfather would say three hags, three witches. And they are, they're birds. They're diving birds. There's loon, uh, ishkwal. There is pawakwet, spearnose. Uh, ha uh, shag, then the other one is mud hen. Coyote goes and he greets them. Top of the morning, girls. Hey. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fall over. God is going to get me on this one. And so, what do you want, Coyote? Because everybody remembers Coyote as just being this mangy, mangy, sneaky dog. Yeah. Nobody trusts him. Yeah. What do you want? And he said, um, I come with gifts, he goes, and word. I am making way for man who is coming, preparing this world. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to bring the salmon to the people upriver to feed the people who are starving. Mm -hmm. And he goes, so? Well, the salmon can't go beyond your dam, so I need you to break the dam. No way. Get out of here. They're not interested in appeasing Coyote. So... Coyote is just frustrated. He walks up and right below here, if you look down, you see this beautiful white chariot. <laughs> That's where Coyote parked. And so <laughs> Coyote sits there and he's, he's in a quandary again. What do I do? What do I do? Nobody wants to help. There's every, always an obstacle. I could use my chlup and break it, but they would just rebuild it immediately. So Coyote, sitting there, all of a sudden he hears his voice. We can help you. We can help you. And it's coming from here. And it's the voice of Hamish Amish. Hamish Amish is morning dove. And Pulia. Um, I think it was on our last trip out. We stopped down at Stemelt Pinnacles, and there's where Pulia sits, mm -hmm. staring at the sky. Well, mm -hmm. here's another 
oh, what would you say, incarnation of her right here. And they said that they know, they have basically the key that will unlock this door. Coyote said, well, I'm all ears, okay. And they said, you know, every day, those three witches, they go up the river to gather food, to gather babies, to gather anything they can eat. And during that time, nobody's at the dam. Or no, at that time, one of them stays at the dam. Oh, Coyote goes, well, that's not, that's not good. But if we can figure out a way of getting all three of them to go. So Coyote goes, ah, I think I've got it. And the, and the Hamishamish says, you can, you're the transformer. You can turn yourself into whatever you want. And Coyote said, yeah. How about a baby? A baby. <laughs> <laughs> so Coyote goes, how is, that, how, how is that supposed to help? And you know, work with us. So they go up the river and just up along the shore of the lake here that was created by their dam, there's cattails and there's reeds growing around. And so they quickly fashion Coyote a, a little basket boat Sound familiar? Stick yeah. the baby in the boat? Uh. Okay, Moses the coyote is placed in the boat. Coyote shrinks himself down, turns himself into a baby. They place him in the basket and they push him out into the water. And the, the basket comes down and right here at the dam, he floats in. The three, three witches are they're astounded. Look, the creator has given us what we've always wanted and never been able to have. A baby. <laughs> and so they go, they're cooing and they're just so happy, happy they finally got their wish. And Coyote, Coyote lays there and plays the baby. He plays the fool. But what are we going to do with the baby? We can't take the baby with us when we go up and kill other babies to eat. So um, what should we do with um, then from the, from the rocks up here? They hear a voice. We can look after the baby. We'll help you. And the three witches turn and Hamishamish and Pulia, Pulaya, they're standing there. They're going to be, they want to be the new godmothers, the new babysitters. Mm -hmm. Did you see a cougar behind me or what? <laughs> no, I, I mean, a four-legged one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> they're around, you know. See, there's one climbing the... Oh, wow, look at that. That's their full path. You want to okay. photograph the accident? <laughs> I guess so, all right, so, anyway, back to, so the Hamishamish, the new babysitters, yes. they go down and they oversee Coyote. And so when the witches disappear, the three, the three, the three uh, birds disappear, Coyote turns himself back into Coyote and quickly dismantles with his club shatters the dam. Well, the witches notice their lake starts going down and they start screaming and coming back immediately. They get back here and want to know what has happened to their dam. Who did this? And Coyote steps out and says, I did it. I tried to be nice, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> I tried to be fair. <laughs> well, he said, uh, the salmon were going through by the millions and they were returning or they were coming up to their new home. 
And people were starting to gather to witness this. Human people, two-legged people. And Coyote told him, this is, this is the food for man who is coming. He will not build your dam, he said. And for your treachery, he said, I am changing you. He said, you loon, you the arrogant one, you the proud one, the vain one. He said, I'm giving you this. And he threw her a choker to wear around her neck. And it was made out of dentilium shells. He throws it and it goes around her neck. And Coyote said, but if you go to take too much, it will choke you to death. If you go to try and build your dam again, it will choke you to death. This is a reminder of your treachery. This is a reminder of your evilness, your wickedness. And you, mud hen, mud hen, the little sister, the I'll go along with anything they do. He said, from this day on, he said, you will be, you're, you will be despised by everything. Nobody will want you because you'll live off the bottom of the, of the river, off the ponds. You'll eat mud from this day on. You have no value. Turns her into mud hen as we know. And you, Poaklet, with your long, beautiful nose, spear nose, he said. He grabs her by the nose, twists her nose down. You will become Shag, Shag, the cormorant. Oh. And he said, and threw spots on her back so that everybody will know who you are and of your treachery. And you will no longer be able to spear small, well, she was a killer before. She speared anything, whether it was four-legged or two-legged. And he said, so now go, go live out your lives. And then Coyote turned around and from this area, the rocks started emerging. It was the people, it was the spirit of the salmon rising through to give, bring man song, to bring man voice. Till this time, people did not know how to sing. And the salmon taught them their songs. And if you look up right there, you'll see salmon with his mouth wide open. And he's not the only one. There's others around here with their mouths open too. If you go on the side of this huge monolith here, there's a great big one. And there's two or three in that. And so they're all singing. And so we honor, we are, this is to honor the salmon people for their sacrifice. And so this place means everything to us. Because why, why are we here? Why did the people, why did the Wenatchee people stay here for 12,000 years? What brought them here? The fish. What kept them here? The fish. What is the most important keystone species here? The salmon. What have we learned? That if you dam the rivers, you block the salmon. You block the salmon, the area dies. Look at Douglas County. That's a good example. That's what happens when you have no water. Salmon don't go there, so you don't have this lushness, this greenness. If you can pan over there and see the enchantments. This was brought to you by salmon. This is what makes this area rich. Without salmon, you would have none of this abundance. Without salmon, you would not have the people, the wildlife. And so that's the big lesson that we learn here. You dam the, you dam the rivers, you dam mankind.